We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. I'm your host, Max Torres. Appreciate you guys taking some time out of your day to talk Ducks with us. We got a big episode of the podcast once again today for you, Monday, May 30th, with some breaking news for the Ducks coming out of the recruiting trail, on the recruiting trail. Bishop Gorman safety Cody DeCambra has committed to Oregon. Big news coming for the Ducks as they stay hot on the recruiting trail. Cody DeCambra announced his decision committing to Oregon over a final six that included Washington, Arizona, Oregon State, Colorado, and Hawaii. As a junior at Bishop Gorman in the 2021 season, DeCambra racked up 28 total tackles, intercepted two passes, and also had three passes deflected. So in this episode, I want to break down all the angles of this commitment. We're going to get into a little bit of an evaluation, and then I'm going to also give my thoughts on how this impacts Oregon on the recruiting trail in the 2023 class and kind of looking forward into the upcoming seasons. But just to give you a little bit more background on DeCambra's recruiting profile, I like to use the 247 Sports Composite. 247 Sports Composite has him as a four-star prospect, 0.9062. That is the 255 player overall nationally, the number 24 safety prospect, and the number three prospect in the state of Nevada. Definitely one of those states out west that continues to elevate year after year. And certainly Bishop Gorman is one of the best programs in the state over there. So want to throw on some highlights here as we get into our evaluation. Let me get that rolling here. And uh, if you guys aren't watching on YouTube at Oregon Football Max Torres, you definitely want to make sure you can head over there so you can see the highlights and just enjoy that multi-platform excellence. So we're going to get it rolling and then get into our evaluation of Cody DeCambra, Oregon's latest commit here in the 2023 class. He's a six-foot safety, 180 pounds, and he rocks number 24. So this uh, evaluation comes from John Garcia, the director of recruiting at Sports Illustrated and one of my colleagues at SIL American. So shout out to John for the eval. So here we go with the eval. DeCambra is a productive defensive back with multiple position projections attached to his name. At the floor, he is a box safety with good instincts and cover skills, along with the physicality to play the alley and support the run downhill. 
The coverage anticipation, fluidity in his hips, ball skills, and awareness could potentially enable him to move around within the secondary, possibly even add nickel-dash-type role. The newest duck sports adequate an adequate six-foot frame with room to add good mass to support a power five build. He appears to run well in space as well as display signs of strong navigational skills when working through traffic and or against a blocker. The work on special teams and down the field also displays strong football IQ and overall instincts. He projects as a sure tackler, willing to play the angles and work in space with some short area explosion to finish with power. As his technical game advances in the passing game, positional versatility could eventually become his calling card. Overall, DeCamber looks like a strong get for Oregon, with an overall game that could find multiple impact points within a defensive scheme. As he focuses on adding bulk and strength at the next level, he could project as a balanced interior defensive back with nickel upside. Throw in high competition, throw in the high-level competition he faces week in, week out, and there's also competitive edge and consistency within this projection. All right, so great stuff there from John, uh, talking about what kind of a prospect Cody DeCambra is. And then now what I want to do is kind of peel back some of the layers here on the recruiting trail for Oregon, as uh, a lot of schools are really starting to gain momentum as we head into the summer months, right? I think that for Oregon, it's it's been a productive spring without a doubt. I think some people were maybe expecting some more fireworks immediately after the spring game, seeing that there were a ton of high-profile guys that were on campus for visits that game. And we did see some fireworks, right? We saw Jurion Dickey, uh, the wide receiver out of Valley Christian in Northern California. He hopped in the fold shortly following a visit to Eugene for the spring game. And then we also saw Caleb Chapman, the Texas A&M wide receiver transfer. He committed to Oregon. Ashton Cozart, the former Oklahoma wide receiver, committed to Oregon um, you know, just, just last week. So the Ducks are definitely picking up some steam here as they enter the summer, which is really a crucial stretch for them. You want to get most of that 23 class filled out, ideally, here in the summer months. But let's talk about some of the impact and some of the kind of storylines that follow this commitment from DeCambra as he joins Oregon's 2023 recruiting class, the first full cycle under new head coach Dan Lanning, looking at those 24-7 sports numbers that I like to reference, Oregon's class moves from the number 25 class in the country to the number 16 class on 247. That is the number three class now in the Pac-12 behind, not many surprises here, USC. But here is the surprise, Colorado. Oregon's still picking up some steam here, and Colorado did a lot, a lot of early work there in the 2023 class. So I thought that was kind of surprising. Um, Ducks swiping the number 16 spot from Cincinnati. I believe they also passed big name schools like Michigan and Texas on the rankings with this commitment. And then I think for Oregon positionally, if we're looking at kind of a roster standpoint, I would say that the safety spot is a position of need. Certainly heading into this season, the Ducks lose Verone McKinley to the NFL. He was a big time playmaker for them, manning that defensive backfield in the secondary. So Definitely want to keep adding talent there, but now their best, arguably their best playmaker in the secondary, Bennett Williams, is entering his final season. So you've got to keep bringing guys in to play safety there. You'll remember that in 2022, the Ducks added Trajan Williams, local guy out of Jefferson High School in Portland. And then they also added Kamari Terrell, defensive back out of Shoemaker High School in Killeen, Texas. Um, I think what makes him a little bit different is that there's a little bit more position versatility there. I think we don't really know if he's going to be a cornerback or a defense or a safety rather, 
but the Ducks did get both of the Jalils that we, of course, can't forget to mention. Jalil Florence, Jalil Tucker out of Lincoln High School in San Diego. So good to keep bringing in some uh, defensive back talent to help things out there. So DeCambra is Oregon's sixth commit overall. And let's talk about the whole concept of pipelines. I think that's something that's really important when it comes to recruiting. Uh, you have really these college and eventually NFL factories that just produce really high-end talent every year at the college level, obviously nationally. And then now with Oregon, you want to focus a little bit more on those schools out West that are a little bit more realistic on a consistent basis. Of course, that doesn't mean you can't push nationally, but those got to be your bread and butter out West, right? So Bishop Gorman, man, that Nevada pipeline is definitely rocking and rolling for Oregon. Now you rewind the clock a little bit into 2022. Everybody knows about Sir Mel's from Liberty, the massive defensive lineman, uh, you know, 300 plus pounder that, that really has that frame that you can't find too often out West. He is originally from Orlando, uh, so cool to cool to get him in the fold. He's definitely been a really a centerpiece of this class since he committed back in June of last year, right after the recruiting dead period ended. Oregon was able to host prospects on campus for visits. And then that was really all that they needed to seal the deal with that one with Mel's. And then you also, of course, have Anthony Jones, the edge defender coming out of Liberty as well. Mel's teammate. He was an early enrollee uh, in spring football. Ducks getting him with a late flip from Texas in early December. But when we're talking about the Nevada pipeline, there may not be a better school in Nevada to establish that pipeline to than Bishop Gorman. If we're staying in the 2023 class, you already have some serious talent on that roster with Cody DeCambra. We're talking about five-star wide receiver Zachariah Branch committed to USC, as well as four-star cornerback Justin Rett, who committed to Georgia. You'll remember that he was a former Notre Dame commit, uh, opened things back up, and then I thought that Oregon kind of got in the mix there, but he ultimately ended up pledging to Georgia. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So for Oregon here in the 2023 class, we've talked about some of the rankings that have that how they're going to move there. 
and how they're starting to kind of close in a little bit on some of these other Pac-12 teams. You definitely want to be right in that conversation for the top class in the Pac-12. I believe Oregon's done that the past three seasons, uh, if, if memory serves. So either it's either three or four, but I mean, Oregon is the recruiting power in the Pac-12, and they definitely have that standard that they want to meet with Lincoln Riley coming into town at USC. It's definitely going to be more of a battle than it's perhaps ever been uh, in, in recent years here in the Pac-12. But I think that this is important to get the ball rolling again on defense. We talked about Dickey and Kozart hopping into the fold most recently for Oregon. Uh, and I think a lot of people with a defensive-minded coach, defensive head coach, and, and some super heavy hitters on that defensive staff like Tosh LePoy maybe found themselves asking, all right, when are we going to get some defensive guys kind of hopping in the fold here? When are we going to get the ball rolling there? Well, here you go with DeCambra, right? So um, I had that was big. And then Matt Powell just starting to gain steam. I think he's he's another guy that I think could really be an underrated recruiter here. He's definitely served as the face of Oregon's recruiting efforts in Texas with him being a Huntsville native. Definitely makes a lot of sense for him to kind of go back to his roots. I know DeCambra isn't from Texas, but we talked about um, Kamari Terrell, who is from Texas, and the Ducks are also in the running for a handful of elite guys out of Texas, also in the 2023 class. So Big for Pallage to gain some steam here with a guy at his position uh, at the safety spot. And then let's talk about kind of what's next for Oregon here, right? Um, like I said, really big for them to get another commit to just stay hot. But also as you head into a crucial stretch on the recruiting trail with a massive June on tap, um, I think we'll talk about some of those really big visitors that are going to be coming. But as far as just staying at the safety spot, Oregon's also in a really good spot now moving forward with safety Tyler Turner out of Brennan High School in San Antonio, Texas. Um, so yeah, Pallage staying active in the Lone Star State there. He came out to Eugene for a visit not too long ago, former Baylor commit, I might add. He came out to a visit to see Eugene really shortly after getting offered, and that one looks like it looks like it's moving very quickly. After he came back from that trip to Eugene, quickly sat down, said, hey, I got two schools that I'm really looking at hard right now. That's Oregon. That's Oklahoma. Those are the final two schools in the running for Tyler Turner. He's yet to announce a commitment date, but he did tweet out that he was going to be making a return trip to Norman for an official visit. So that's someone that you got to keep an eye on as Oregon's trying to figure out their defensive backfield, their secondary in this 2023 class. And how about that June that I mentioned? Huge June on tap. Just a couple of guys to name and highlight here that are going to be coming out to visit Oregon. Of course, you have Jaden Wayne, a name that many Oregon fans are really familiar with at this point. He's the five-star edge rusher out of Lincoln High School in Tacoma, Washington. Big-time Northwest talent. You want to try to keep him close to home and certainly out West for his college ball. Oregon's the only Pac-12 school in the running there, along with a host of elite, elite SEC programs. Recent school that's hopped into the picture there for Wayne is Michigan State, and he'll be taking a trip out to East Lansing pretty soon for a visit with Mel Tucker, per reports. So that's something to keep an eye on. Mateo Uyunglele talked about that pipeline. St. John Bosco, easily one of the best schools out west, certainly in that Los Angeles, Southern California region. He's going to be here for uh, his official visit in June. Got schools like Clemson, Alabama, and Ohio State, USC, also in the running for Mateo. And then you have five-star Iowa offensive tackle, Caden Proctor. He's going to be out here for an official visit. Richard Young's going to be out here for an official visit. Five-star Florida running back. So the big names keep coming. Miles McVay, the big-time offensive lineman out of, East, out of St. Louis. I think it's East, it might be East St. Louis, but he's out of St. Louis. So 
that's huge for Oregon to get him back on campus. And all those guys that I just mentioned, they've already been here in the spring. So again, that big point that I keep coming back to, so important for Oregon to get guys on campus in the unofficial capacity, lay that foundation, get in front of the new staff, put a face to the name and build that relationship. And then later in their recruitment, as things kind of develop, they take more trips, maybe getting closer to a decision, get them back on campus for that red carpet official, lay out your very best, very best pitch with so many guys really looking to commit before their senior seasons, right? I talk to these guys, asking them where they're at in the process, when they want to commit. And they're saying so often, a lot of these guys before the season, mid-season, with the idea of being an early enrollee, early signee, and that December signing window. So super important for Oregon to keep rolling here and really try to get a lot of their class finished in the summer, right? So you get to the season, can focus on that product on the field, no shortage of big games. You're looking at Georgia, you're looking at BYU. And then Eastern Washington also comes to town in that non-conference slate. And that's not going to be a pushover or a gimme game, in my opinion, either. Eastern Washington's definitely been one of the um, kind of one of the sleeper programs when it comes to maybe some of those lower FCS level teams. Um, I actually don't know if they're FCS off the top of my head, but I know that they don't have the prestige and the profile of a lot of opponents that Oregon typically plays. And then the Pac-12 is also uh, really, I think this is a big season for them. I think they're, they have a lot of pieces in place for, for teams to, to hopefully make a name for themselves and and really be relevant. Um, you know, look, Stanford picking up Jay Sean Ramos out of uh, St. John Bosco earlier this morning. And then you also have, uh, I forgot to get back on this point, you have Roderick Robinson and Trey Edwards, both going to UCLA after Oregon being in the run, was in the running for those recruitments. So you got other schools in the Pac-12 picking up commitments and, and Oregon's really keeping pace with them in that regard. So got to keep pushing for that top class in the Pac-12. And I think really a, a lot of people are hoping for a, a top 10 class for Oregon nationally. So that's the big news out of Eugene today. Cody DeCambro will play his college football for the Oregon Ducks. Big commitment for Dan Lanning, Matt Pallage, and the rest of that Oregon staff. If you guys want to find more of me, you can find me on Twitter at mtaurus sports. Definitely make sure you lock in with me there. Subscribe to my YouTube channel and make sure you smash that like button at Oregon Football Max Taurus. And then you can find all the latest recruiting news, in-depth interviews, and analysis over on DucksDigest.com. Make sure you subscribe there for the latest and greatest in Oregon football recruiting. And then as far as the Ducks Dish podcast, make sure you like and follow the show and share it with other Duck fans. Share it with your friends. Share it with your families. We're just trying to grow it, and uh, that is a tremendous help for what we're doing covering the Ducks. So that'll do it for this episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you in the next episode. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.